This is essentially a remake of yesterday's episode of Inside Four Walls. I wasn't exactly happy with how it turned out. I didn't think my jokes were particularly funny. And I want to clarify. That is one of the few episodes I unpublished. In fact, it's the only episode I've ever unpublished one. Because in general, I don't think my jokes are very funny. And I wanted to try it again with more of a professional take on the matter. Second... Now that I've read these articles already, I know where to point out the bullshit, you know, in the articles. So let's get right back into it. To catch you up on what happened, in early July, 53 Democrats fled from the state of Texas to D.C. to deny quorum to special sessions that have been held every month since, well, every month, it's been a month and a half, the second quorum recently ended, or the second super, or super session just ended, or special session just ended. Now, these Democrats, they broke quorum in order to keep the Texas Republican House, it's a predominantly Republican House, from passing voter reform bills. These voter reform bills would largely take things back to where they were in 2016, and curb extended voting hours, remove mail-in ballots, and remove drive-through voting. If you want to vote, you need to go in there in person, show your ID, and vote. I see nothing wrong with that idea. Because as I've joked before, what's more racist than needing voter ID? Assuming people of color cannot get IDs to vote. Now, not just did these Democrats leave Texas and go to D.C., these fully vaccinated uh, Democrats brought COVID-19 to Capitol Hill. People in Kamala Harris's inner circle have caught the coup. People in Joe Biden's inner circle have caught the coup. Various cabinets have caught the coup. The aides have caught it. Uh, political assistants, so on and so forth. And Jen Psaki admitted that she was told to downplay how severe the spread of COVID-19 was on Capitol Hill because of these Democrats. Kamala Harris even said that she did not meet with them, despite us having a video of her having a meeting with them where she calls their act bold, brave, courageous patriotism. Again, I have an episode on this. I believe it is my August 3rd episode. But now that I feel like you're sufficiently caught up, let's get right into it. And I'll be using the same sources I used to make the last episode of this, or on this exact topic. From the Texas Tribune, Texas House Speaker Dade Phelan signs 52 arrest warrants for absent Democrats in bid to end chambers week-long stalemate. This article is by Cassandra Pollock and Patrick Schwitt. Texas Speaker Dade Phelan on Tuesday evening signed a civil arrest warrants for 52 House Democrats still missing from the state capitol as he aimed to regain quorum needed for the chamber to begin moving legislation during the second special session. The move was confirmed by Phelan spokesperson Enrique Marquez, who said the warrants, quote, will be delivered to the House Sergeant-at-Arms, or Sergeant-at-Arms, tomorrow morning for service. The warrants were first reported by the Dallas Morning News. Democrats who may be arrested would not face any criminal charges or fines. I think they should. They took tax dollars and flew on planes 
to D.C. and stayed in five-star hotels on taxpayer dimes. Not only that, they also used their dereliction of duty to warner and garnish, or, sorry, to gain donations in order to keep this little shroud of theirs up and going. They know what's going to happen when they go and give them the vote. It's going to be voted through, and Texas will actually get some common-sense voting rights. And they are fucking terrified of it. I mean, we need to keep in mind, which side during the Civil War was dying to keep slaves? The Democrats. And which side was dying to free slaves? The Republicans. The Republicans were founded as an abolition party. Now, why is that relevant, you might ask? Simple. They want to keep it so anyone can vote willy-fucking-nilly. And they hide behind the veil of, oh, but people of color wouldn't be able to vote if they need to, if they need to show ID. Which is absolute bullshit. And, you know, living under a country ran by a guy who ran on the idea of no malarkey, there seems to be a lot of malarkey in this bullshit. I think they should at least have to reimburse, right? And if you did fine them and make them pay fines and fees for dereliction of duty... They would use taxpayer dollars to pay off their fines, which would just put taxpayer dollars back into the system and perhaps actually be used to help taxpayers. And we're coming up on a piece I want to point out to you. And there's a disclaimer in this article that isn't at the end of the next article I'm going to be reading. I'm going to point that out as well. <laughs> the warrants were first reported by the Dallas Morning News. Democrats who may be arrested would not face any criminal charges or fines and could only be brought to the House chambers. Dozens of minority party members fled to Washington, D.C. during the first special session to block a GOP voting restriction bill. The next art in the next art uh, next article, they refer to it as a GOP Voter Reform Act and as the GOP Voting Security Act. In this article, they refer to it as a restriction bill. Keep that in mind when I get to the disclaimer at the bottom of this article, because this article is paid for by Texas Planned Parenthood and various other left-wing lobbyist groups who paid for this specific article to be written. Not my words. It's in the disclaimer that I will be reading when I get through this article. I just want to make sure that that's on your mind. They call it a GOP voting restrictions bill. The 52... Warrants represent all but 15 Democrats in the lower chambers. There were at least 11 present Tuesday. There were no additional new Democrats on the floor Tuesday after four returned earlier. And drew the wrath of some Democrat colleagues still in Washington and prompted a renewal push inside the party to hold the line. Earlier Tuesday... The House voted overwhelmingly to authorize law enforcement to track down lawmakers absent from the chambers. Now, for some unknown reason, not passing the warrants that would actually allow them to send bounty hunters or actual, you know, captors after these Democrats. They're just sending the ones that say they come back, they get arrested. And again, is it really being arrested if you don't go, go to jail? What's going to happen is they're going to get locked in the chamber and made to vote yes or no. The easiest thing they should have done that would have prevented all this nonsense from happening is to do their little 
bullshit virtue signaling soapbox speech about, oh, the Republicans are evil, oh, the voting bills are evil, to show ID is racist, and all that would be projection about how racist they actually are. They go in and cast their vote, and the vote doesn't matter because it gets passed anyway. And they know it. The Supreme Court of Texas is a Republican. The House and Senate of Texas is all Republican as well, with a minority group of Democrats. They know this bill is going to pass with flying colors. And they're doing everything they can to deny the people what they want. Because they don't want to lose. This is all a big old virtue signal to say, oh, look how good we are. And don't worry. For the next three and a half years, all you're going to hear is these Democrats talk about how virtuous they are. How they made themselves criminals and felons and they're going to be hyperbolic about their arrests. And say, oh, we were mistreated and abused. When really what's going to happen is cops are going to show up to their places, knock on the door, be like, we'll give you an hour to get ready, drink your coffee and have your breakfast. And then we're going to drive you to the chambers. We're going to give your stupid little bullshit voice and your little bullshit speech. And then you're going to cast your little ballot no. And then it's going to pass fucking anyway. <clears throat> That 80-12 to 12 vote came hours out of the Texas Supreme Court ordered that those missing Democrats could soon be detained by the state authorities. The order by the all-GOP court came at a request of Governor Greg Abbott and Phelan, both of whom had asked the court Monday to overturn a ruling from a state district judge that blocked those leaders from ordering the arrest of the quorum-breaking Democrats. In a statement after the warrants were signed Tuesday evening, State Rep. Chris Turner of Grand Prairie, who chairs the House Democratic Caucus, said it is, quote, fully within our rights as legislators to break quorum to protect our constituents. Now, it is not your right to derelict your office and abandon your duties. You have failed your people. You do not represent the people who voted you in that position. You are just self-aggrandizing and, provi and providing yourself with self-fellatio. That's all this is. No one is being helped. No one is being benefited from this. You you're put in there to vote yes or no. And by abandoning your post and refusing, refusing to vote either way, you are not exercising your right to break quorum. You are derelicting your position. In a statement after the warrants were signed Tuesday evening, Rep. G.O.P. Turner, Democratic Caucus, says, well, we're going to break quorum, and reiterated Democrats' commitment to, quote, to fight with everything we have against the Republicans' attack on our freedom to vote. Uh huh. Since the legislator gaveled in Saturday, gaveled in Saturday? For the second special session ordered by Abbott, the House has been unable to make quorum as dozens of Democrats have remained absent from the chambers. <laughs> when the House was unable to meet its 100-member threshold to conduct business Monday, members adopted a procedural move known as the Call to House in an effort to secure quorum. That move locks doors to the chambers and prevents members on the floor from leaving unless they have permission in a written form from the Speaker. 
That vote earlier Tuesday marks a second time in recent weeks that the chamber has voted to send the law enforcement after the Democrats still missing from the House. During the first special session in July and after, more than 50 House Democrats flew to D.C. Members present authorized state authorities to track down their colleagues. But after the move carried little weight since Texas law enforcement lacks judition, uh, judition outside of the state. By the time the first 30-day stretch ended last week, Phelan had signed only one civil arrest warrant for Rep. Philip Cortez, a San Diego Democrat. But that move came too late since Cortez, who had briefly returned to Austin, had already gone back to the nation's capital. That's like the equivalent of when you have like a, a sibling and then like get out of my room and you walk in and out of their doorway and you go, I'm not in your room. No, I am. No, I'm not. No, I am. No, I'm not. That's exactly what that is. Interpretly, pressure has been mounting on House Democrats since the second special session started after at least four of them returned to the floor Monday, bringing the chamber within five members of, of a quorum. Some of their Democratic colleagues who are still waiting, who are still in Washington, D.C., unleashed on them Rep. Anna Maria Ramos of Richardson tweeted at the returning Democrats that they, quote, all threw us under the bus today. That's funny. You brought COVID to the Capitol and you threw our elderly ass president under the bus with that little disease and put him at risk. Now, didn't you, sweetheart? Pressure ramped up Tuesday morning when a coalition of Democratic-aligned groups release, released a statement urging House Democrats to hold firm and continue to break quorum. The 21 groups included Planned Parenthood Texas Votes, but that's actually the name of the group. The state's Syria Club chapter. Ah, that's actually called Syria. Okay. The Texas Organizing Project, Progress Texas, and the Communications Workers of America, as well as several other groups that advocate for Latino Texas. Quote, Every pro-democracy Texas lawmaker, the only way to preserve our right to vote and the best way to fight is to stay off the House floor, the coalition said in the statement. You'll notice that these are big lobby groups, not actual citizens and voters. These are lobbyists telling politicians what to do. Then again, what is fucking new? The group also released a four-page memo arguing that far more was at stake in the second special session than just the elections bill, citing a, quote, host of radical conservative priorities. Yeah, that's because it's real radical to ask for voter ID. Must be really radical to ask someone to show their ID when they buy cigarettes or booze or get pulled over by the cops for speeding. Or it must be fucking insane oppression to ask for an ID to get a driver's license. The dastardly conservatives. Throughout the agenda, the memo was particularly empathetic about a new proposal for the second special session dropping the quorum threshold to a simple majority, calling it an, quote, ominous allusion to reducing or eliminating minority rights in the legislature breaking centuries of Texas bipartisanship. No, you little bitch. You abandoning your post is why they're having to do that to get shit done. You are not just, a, you are just not hindering 
your fellow colleagues, you're hindering the entire state from getting business done and getting the work crucial to improving the lives of Texas citizens. That is all you are doing. And by hiding behind your little catchphrases and your little fucking agendalized quips, you do nothing besides feeding the same people that are looking for any excuse to cancel your political career. Meanwhile, those colleagues of yours who you've worked with, I assume, pretty comfortably for years up until a certain orange guy got in office and broke the goddamn matrix, you are making them have to work around you. That's exactly what that is. You are like that McDonald's worker who goes on strike demanding $16 an hour and then gets fucking floored when a robot takes your fucking job. Maybe if you had done your fucking job, you wouldn't have been replaced or outdated or outmoded. Yet here you are, bitching in the cold, as you fucking deserve, might, might I add. Meanwhile, a number of House Democrats have returned to Texas, but have not come to the House floor to help provide quorum. State Rep. Celia, yep, Celia Israel, who has said she's back in Austin, said in a statement to the t Tribune, after Tuesday evening's news that the Texas deserves so much that Texans deserve so much more. Yeah, like elected officials who do their fucking job, you little bitch. Quote I didn't sacrifice my business and my family over the last few weeks to just swing the doors open for a civil warrant based on right wing politics and pandering to five percent of the voters. That's funny because Texas went fucking dark red in twenty twenty. I'd have to say it seems going off that the Democrats are the five percent here. You are like Lenin saying then that the the bourgeoisie and the Mensheviks and the Bolsheviks. Meanwhile the Bolsheviks were supposed to be the biggest group, were actually the smallest group, and the Mensheviks were actually the largest group. That's all this is for right now. And what do you mean sacrifice? You didn't sacrifice fucking anything. You took a little over a month long vacation in the heart of the nation's capital. That's all you did. Sacrifice your family? B bitch, what the fuck are you fucking talking about, you stupid whorelet? You goddamn brainlet. You didn't sacrifice fucking anything. You get a big virtue signal and a thing to talk about to drive charity and donations your way. From ignorant, half-baked Democratic voters. You are just a goofy bitch. One of them is state rep Evelina Lina Ortega. Way to sound like a fucking Spy Kids villain. Who says she is home in El Paso, but not showing up to the House floor until there is already a quorum or a majority of the Democratic caucus decides to be there. It's kind of hard to do when can you consider the fact that the majority of Texas isn't Democratic midwits like you. Quote, I feel pretty much... That it's a shame that the governor and Republicans are really using the dirtiest tactics available to them. Says the fucking cunt who used taxpayer dollars to fly in a private jet and stay in a five-star hotel in fucking D.C. The dirtiest tricks in the book. How about soapboxing and bitching and moaning while you refuse to show up for work? Ortega told the Tribune on Tuesday evening after she, sorry, after 
the House votes to send law enforcement after the absentee Democrats. Quote, to me, it's all about the power grab. I'm glad to stay away and continue to fight them. You are fighting them about as well as Conor McGregor fought. Oh, what was his name? Yeah, the, broke his fucking leg. All you did was dance around the ring and hurt yourself. And now you're upset that people are actually using what the Texas Constitution says against you to apprehend your stupid brainlit ass and drag you back into the office and make you do your fucking job. This is all one big virtue signal. And you're not fighting anybody. You're sitting at home like Kathleen Hoda with a glass of wine your feet kicked up. You fucking fool. As for whether she is concerned about arrest, Ortega said that she believes it would be a, quote, big mistake by Republicans. And no, it wouldn't be. When the cops show up to your house and you throw a big old hissy fit and you get dragged in there and you do your little speech, you go and you vote no and the bill passes anyway, you're going to walk out there and go online and be like, I did everything I could. I didn't want to vote. I didn't want to do this or that, but I had to because they, they apprehended me. That's all you did. You earned yourself clout with a bunch of fucking morons. We'll see what happens, she said. Here we get to the part where it says disclosure, right? And remember, it said vote GOP voting restriction bill in this article specifically. It won't say that. It will say something completely different in the next article I read. Here's a disclaimer. Planned Parenthood and Progress Texas. So a bunch of blue-haired morons and baby killers have been financially have been financial supporters of the Texas Tribune, a nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization that is funded in part by donations from members, foundations, and corporate sponsors. And you may be non you may be non-biased, Texas Tribune, but that means you are malleable and at the whim of these big corporate backers, like the Kool-Aid colored haired people and the baby killers I had so joked about a second ago. Financial support plays no role into the Tribune's journalism. So, remember they say that, right? It plays no role. And keep in mind that this article calls it a GOP voters restriction bill. And now the same article is also written by Cassandra Pollock. Just a few days after the first one. This is published August 12th, 2021. Texas law enforcement deputized to round up absent Democrats, intensifying battle in the lower chambers. Texas law enforcement was deputized Thursday to track down Texas House Democrats still missing from the chambers and bring them back to the state capitol in Austin, a process that Speaker Dade Phelan office said, quote, will begin in earnest immediately. The news came as Texas Supreme Court cleared the way for their civil arrest after the temporary block by Harris County judges ordering the protection of 45 Democrats, Democrats in such a move. The law enforcement was tapped to, quote, to assist in the House efforts to compel a quorum. Phelan's spokesperson Enrique Marquez said in an email statement earlier this week, Phelan, a Belmont Republican, signed warrants for those missing lawmakers, many of whom have refused to return to the chambers for weeks to block a GOP elections bill. They now call it a GOP elections bill. Fun fact, this article does not mention being sponsored by Planned Parenthood or Progress Texas. A bunch of baby killers and Kool-Aid-haired having motherfuckers.
but they call it a GOP elections bill. Not a GOP restrictions bill, not a GOP voters restriction bill. A GOP election bill. Interesting how you change your tune just a day after the last article was written, Cassandra. Could a little grease in your palms have persuaded you to use different wording, I wonder? Just a fucking thought. Their absence has prevented the chambers from having quorum, the number of present lawmakers needed to move legislation. If lawmakers are arrested, they will not face any criminal charges or fines, and could only be brought to the House chambers. Again, I think they should be fined. At minimum, they should be fined. And it's sort of irrelevant if they did get fined, because they would use taxpayer dollars to pay those fines, putting tax dollars back into the system and out of their crooked fucking hands. Mind you, like I've already stated multiple times, it doesn't matter if they use tax dollars anymore, because they will use this a little little bullshit virtue signal of their little trip to D.C. as a way to garner all sorts of donations and drive funds into their bottom line, to their fucking pockets. And you better believe it will be in their future campaign ads for the future and what not to come. Earlier Thursday, State Rep. Gene Wu, a Democrat out of Houston, told the Texas Tribune that 44 of its colleagues had joined him in gaining temporary protection against those warrants. Should law enforcement track them down, three judges in Harris County granted the orders. Quote, nobody can detain or drag us back to the House floor against our will, Wu said in a statement. Quote, we will not be willing participants in the silencing of our communities. I have a funny feeling you will be. This is all bluster. What's it called? Yeah, this is all bluster. It's all an act to get you feeling like, yeah, these were brave warriors, not people who are trying to hide from the fact that their votes will be shot down when this bill inevitably passes. By the time the House came to order around 4 p.m., though, News surface that both law enforcements have been deployed. Oof. And the all-GOP Supreme Court had halted the Democrats' efforts to block the civil arrests. With the court setting an 8 a.m. Monday deadline for a response, after Wu was granted his request for temporary protection Wednesday, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton made clear he would fight the order in a similar manner to how the state fought a previous temporary restraining order by the state district judge in Travis County that also sought to block the arrest of the quorum-breaking Democrats. In that case, the Supreme Court voided the orders temporarily on Thursday, or on Tuesday, my bad, though Democrats have said they plan to push forward in their request for temporary injunction on August 20th. That is just five days from the reading of this article. Good luck. If granted, that injection, that injunction, could again grant them protection from arrest. During the first special session ordered by Abbott that ended last week, over five, over 50 Democrats flew to Washington, D.C., with their tail tucked firmly between their legs to break quorum in the chamber and block the GOP elections bill. Again, elections bill. I see no sight of that other wording where you said, Voter Restriction Bill. Interesting. Uh, 
I was expecting to find it in here somewhere, sweetheart. Oh, well. Election bill that would, among other things, further tighten voting by mail processes and bolster access for partisan poll watchers. Oh, you mean the voting bill will make it so people, so they can have a Democrat and a Republican make sure the votes are being carried out and counted fairly? Oh, man, that sounds so suppressive. What a horrifying regression. Surely we should only have Democrats in there making sure their votes are carried out. We don't need any conservatives watching. Hmm. Republicans have championed the proposal as an election integrity bill that would bring what they argue are much-needed reforms to the state's voting system, while Democrats and voter voting rights groups have criticized the proposal as a vehicle that would harm and marginalize voters in the state. Since the second overturn round... Since the second overtime round began Saturday, a number of Democrats have returned to the state but haven't have yet to come back to the chambers. When the House met shortly Thursday afternoon, Phelan reminded any members who have been absent to check in and then lay out the schedule for the next several days, saying the chambers plan to meet at 2 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. Saturday, and 4 p.m. Monday. After about a half hour of standing at ease, the House gaveled out for the day. Patrick Shvik contributed this report. And again, down here, it says absolutely nothing about who contributed and donated to the writing of this article. And you'll notice the wording, as I've pointed out numerous times before, it's just stuck in my craw. So forgive me for repeating this part. I find it absolutely abhorrent that depending on who donates to you, it dictates the wording and phrasing you like to use, Cassandra. I'm not going to call out the Texas Tribune of the whole. I'm calling out you as the fucking writer. You wrote this article, and you wrote the last article, and the last two I read in previous episodes. And your phrasing was voter restriction bill when it said disclaimer Articles were donated, this article was donated to by Progress Texas and the Planned Parenthood of Texas. Now, when there's no disclaimer talking about who donated to you, you say Voter Voting Reform Act, Voters' Right Act, all that other shit. It's disgusting. Just goes to show you that some journalists and some editors are, in fact, in the pocket of whoever's willing to be the highest fucking bidder. Disgusting. I am happy to say that we have denied multiple sponsors on this show, be it headcount, roundup election, so on and so forth. We have denied money because of what these groups are and the shady practices they operate with. Sin Media, outside four walls and inside four walls, refuses to be bought and sold. If we give you a shout-out or if we accept your sponsorship, it's because we either fully support you or you are a company with an outstanding record. That's why most of the episodes are exclusively sponsored by Anchor. They give us a platform. They give us a means to speak and get our podcast out, and they do the distributing part of the end for us. They have never once been the company that took down my podcast. Now, I've had platforms like Apple Podcasts, Shutter, so on and so forth, take down my podcast. But I've never once had Anchor reach out to me and say, hey, you need to walk this back. And when I've reached out and talked to this, when I've talked to like the customer support team and the and the content creator support staff, they've been nothing but polite 
insightful, and helpful for all my needs. That being said, I want to continue with this next article. Now, let's talk about the infighting. As the other two articles have previously stated, that there have been some back and forth between the Democrats who returned and the Democrats who are enjoying their vacation in D.C. on the taxpayer dime. This article goes into exactly that. Texas Democrats at odds with one another as some return to legislate and others stay in Washington, D.C. This article is by Patrick Shvik, our favorite assumed Pollock. Some of the Texas House Democrats who are still in Washington, D.C. did not hold back Monday as they watched more of their colleagues return to Austin and bring the chamber within a single digit for quorum. Quote, you all threw us under the bus today. Why? Well, apparently some Democrats have more gumption. Though they still did fully the state and come back, so not much to begin with, sweetheart. Rep. Anna Marie Ramos of Dallas said in a tweet, it was, of course, Democrats do love their, their twatter, don't they? Addressed to three of her Democratic colleagues who came back to Austin, the House had as many as 95 members on hand at one point Monday afternoon. Five members short of a quorum, but the nearest the chamber has gotten to being able to start business since the since most of the Democrats fled last month over the Republicans' election bill. It was the third day of the second special session, and the GOP-led House again issued a call of the House, a procedural move that locks the doors of the chamber and prevents members from leaving without permission. Again, I love that. That is phenomenal. Uh, what's that? What's that? A uh, uh, Morgan Freeman movie where he becomes a principal, and he gets tired of like students walking out of the school during class hours, so he fucking chains all the doors shut. Ah oh, man, Morgan Freeman, Texas, uh, Texas governor. Nah, I'm kidding. Uh, on behalf of of Sin Media and Outside Four Walls and Inside Four Walls and our other subsidiary groups, Greg Abbott, all day, every day. Until you get the boo from Alan West. Just because Greg Abbott, he's kind of feckless, won't do anything, but he's fun to watch, right? He gets all worked up and goes, these Democrats are going to come back and I'm going I'm to make them do their job. And then he almost never actually does what he's supposed to be doing. So he's fun to watch. It's like watching a snake attacks, attack its tail because it thinks it's a rival snake. But man, Alan West is going to come in. And he better win. I fucking love Alan West. If you don't know who Colonel Alan West is, look into him. This dude is the fucking truth. The 95 members who were present included at least four new Democrats. El Paso area state reps, uh, Art Furo, Mary Gonzalez, and Joe Moody. Yeah. What a great last name. Moody. As well as state rep James... Tellerico. Ooh. What a... What erotic novel did you come out of? Tellerico. Of round... And James Tellerico. Of Round Rock. Moody is former speaker... Uh... Speaker pro tem? That's actually a... P-R-O-T-E-M. Pro tem. Two, two separate words spaced out. Okay, a title that House Speaker Dade Phelan 
a Republican out of Beaumont stripped from Moody in a retaliation for the quorum break during the first special session. You know what, Dan Phelan? Fucking hats off to you, brother. Like, you really... You really got more balls than the guy you work for. Grinding nothing on the guy you work for works below the waist. Tadariko was the most open about his return, announcing it on Twitter. Why is it with these damn Democrats and Twitter? Jesus. No wonder such a fucking echo chamber from hell. And issuing a statement explaining his decision. Saying he was coming back to work on real issues. Texans face. After a productive time in Washington, D.C. Yeah, you only brought the fucking plague. You fucking plague rat. The House met hours after the state district judge in Travis County issued an order blocking the arrest of House Democrats who broke quorum by leaving the state. The Democrats who remain in Washington, D.C. cited that order Monday afternoon as they criticized their colleagues who left the nation's capital. Quote, I've said this before. It's a team sport. Now we see people, now we see who plays for what position on the team, state rep Jasmine Crockett. Man, with a name like that, no wonder you were treated just like Davey before you. Last name Crockett, a bunch of fucking deserters. I say partially related to Davey Crockett. Of Dallas tweeted again, god damn, Twitter, quote, The fact that some of us secured a temporary restraining order to protect all of us, yet some are trying trying to please the governor and his oppressive agenda? Just wow, said a savvy-eared cunt. While the quorum, bu- well, the quorum-busting Democrats were able to maintain a largely united front during the first special session, which ended Friday, it was clear they reached a fork in the road when the second special session began, a sun, uh, day later, a group of them released a statement saying that 26 House Democrats would be up, would be staying behind in Washington, D.C. to keep up their fight to pass the federal voting rights legislation in Congress. Oh, just wait, there's a happy ending to this. Another House Democrat, still in Washington, D.C., State Rep. Gina... He know Joza of Austin? I don't speak speak, sorry. Also scrutinized the Democrats who returned Monday afternoon on Twitter. Oh god. Do I just put a Twitter handle instead of their fucking names at this point? On Twitter calling out Ferrero, Gonzalez, Moody, and Telerico. Woof. <laughs> Baby. Telerico. As the house was waiting. <laughs> Uh, waiting to see if it could still reach quorum for the day. Quote, Quorum is still not met, Hijoza tweeted, praying no other Democrats are willing to go to the floor. Oh, guess what, bitch? Uh, I'll save the guess what for another article. Ramos appeared to be the most critical, tweeting, he tweeted tweets that tweeted tweets. Tweeted at least four times about how Democrats who went back in one of her tweets, oh, this is a chick. She said the Democrats who returned were sellouts. Oh, were there to sell us out, or were there to do their fucking job? You deserting cunt. You ever thought about that? Maybe, huh? 
you ever thought that maybe maybe uh uh they have a fucking job to do vote yes or vote no instead of holding up everything costing taxpayers more dollars you selfish whore in a statement explaining his return Taralico claimed that democrats had made progress on their lobbying for federal legislation which remains a long shot on capitol hill but this administration you better wait a while for shit to get done but you want you to get fucked up quick. Oh, man, they got you. Quote, We have reinvigorated the national conversation about voting rights and have pushed Congress closer than ever to passing voter protection legislation, Tolerico said, also citing the mounting issues before the legislature back home, such as the resurgence of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, yeah, 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 the plandemic. Yeah, 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 with that feckless fuck Fouch in control of it. Okay, yeah. Blessed be thy Fouch. Isms be their name. Talarico represents a competitive district in the suburban Austin area. Where he has drawn two serious Republican challengers since leaving the state. One of them, Caroline Harris, is a staffer for the Senate Author of Elections Bill. The state senator, Brian Hudges, and a Republican from Minola. The scene Monday was a, depa- was a departure. Departure, is all I almost said. I got caught in that fucking accent I was using. The scene Monday was a departure from the first special session, when the quorum-breaking Democrats were able to achieve unity. A core group of 57 who went to Washington, D.C. saw only one of them, State Rep. Philip Cortez of San Diego go home to Austin, and he returned to Washington, D.C. just days later. And that is the end of this article. You ready? You ready for it? You ready for everything these Democrats were pretending to run away from? Forging ahead, Texas Senate Committee again passes voter restriction bills. Now, before I read the article, I'm going to scroll all the way down. See if there's any mention. Disclosure, the Secretary of State has been a financial supporter of the Texas Tribune. Uh, see? See, I knew as soon as I read voting restrictions bill, there would be some sort of disclaimer talking about somebody giving you fucking money. Alexa Yura. Remember the name, Alexa Yura. A little cunt who gets paid to word things differently. Cassandra and you are friends, aren't y'all? Forging ahead, Texas... Senate committee again passes voter restrictions bill written by a sellout Alexa Yura like you're a dumb cunt kicking off the third round of GOP's bid to tighten Texas voting laws the state Senate Republicans on Monday began moving ahead with the latest iteration of their priority legislation on just the third day of the second special legislature session the Republican, the, Rep, the Republican, the Republican majority of state Senate of State Senate Affairs Committee voted to advance the revived Senate Bill One, meaning the full Senate could vote on it later this week. It remained unclear Monday evening when the House would regain the quorum needed to consider voting. Uh, sub One approved in a 6-3 party-line vote is nearly identical to the legislation considered in the first special session 
and still contains many of the provisions that have spawned a months-long game of legislative brinkmanship. That, that brinkmanship? I've never heard that word before a day in my life. Democratic law... <clears throat> Democratic lawmakers, civil rights groups, and advocates for people with disabilities say the bill will, in effect, suppress voting by people of color and limit access for those with disabilities. Oh yeah, sweetheart? I, I hope you explain how it will. People with disabilities can request absentee ballots. No one's removing absentee ballots. What you don't like about absentee ballots, you daft whore is that people have to show ID and actually request them. Now, let me guess. You're saying people of color can't get IDs. I'm gonna, if I read this article and it doesn't say anything about that, I will be floored. But I guarantee you, before we go any further, it's gonna say people of color just can't get IDs. It may not say it in that wording, but it'll say it in some flowery fucking language. Or it'll say they're disenfranchised. And this is some white bitch talking. You already know. Voting by people of color and limited access for those with disabilities. Those previous prompt, uh, previ the provisions have prompted Democrats to repeatedly leave the House without enough members to present. If pres uh, fuck, I'm really fucking this one up, aren't I? House without enough members to present. Present. I don't know why I keep saying that. Present to do business. In an effect, to block GOP's proposals. The legislator would ratchet up the state's election rules by outlawing local voting initiatives meant to widen access as well as further tightening the vote-by-mail process. Vote-by-mail should not be a fucking thing. And now I'm saying voting-by-mail shouldn't be a thing. I'm not saying absentee ballots shouldn't be a thing. It's far harder to get an absentee ballot than it is a mail-in ballot. <clears throat> it would also bolster partisan poll watchers, freedoms inside polling locations, and establish new rules and possible criminal penalties for those who help voters, including those with disabilities, cast their ballots. No, 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 no. You selective worded bastard. Let me tell you right now. We had an issue where multiple people got in trouble because they would go in with people who were blind or deaf or couldn't see what they were doing and be like, oh, you want to vote for Trump? Oh, yeah, no, you totally cast your vote for Trump. And then they filled in the ballot for Joe Biden. That kind of shit. They're tightening it up so that is even harder to do, you stupid fucking harlotin. Sorry, harlotin's a bit harsh for you, you fucking brainlet. Quote, none of us can deny that we can and should always work towards a better election process. One that is safer and more accessible. And, and, and that's what Senate Bill 1 does. The state senator, Brian Hudges. Oh, I made fun of a Republican. Oh, well. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> state Senate, Brian Hudges from Milanona. Uh, the Milanona Republican who has authorized each version of the legislation with Monday making it the third Senate public hearing on the legislation. Many of the arguments were familiar. Republicans continue to frame the proposal as an effort to safeguard the state's elections from fraud. 
though there is no evidence that fraud occurs on a widespread scale. Oh yeah, boys, the big lie. Oh, boys. There, there is absolutely no signs of any kind of fraud or massive fraud in the 2020 elections. You better quit questioning it. Soon there'll be an outlaw thing to even ponder about. Though there is no evidence that fraud occurs on a widespread scale. <laughs> Just a few million dead people. How about, uh, was it like 2.5 million mail-in ballots requested? 4.8 million returned? You're right. Nothing suspicious here. Why are you asking? Furthermore, there was no election fraud, right, on a mass scale. Why do all these big tech companies go around censoring people? Why are there so many state leaders and delegators who refuse to do a forensic audit of the election and turn it over all these Dominion machines? You're right. Because you oftentimes silence people who are just saying crazy shit. You're right. Because, uh, you know, there's nothing to hide here. There's nothing to hide, so we're just gonna silence voices, delete people off the internet, and all that other shit. You're right. Not to mention, there have been multiple people who have been investigated and nearly arrested for questioning the 2020 elections. Yes, because these are all the actions a fair winner partakes in. Not just saying, like, oh yeah, no, we have nothing to hide. Here's our paperwork. Have a good day. No, none of that. None of that. During the hearing, Hughes pointed to provisions that create a new requirements for people assisting voters, including new documentation and an oath taken under penalty of perjury as vehicles that could be used to build a record against wrongdoers. Quote, the security measures in this bill are aimed not at the voters trying to cheat, but the ballot harvesters at at folks trying to influence, trying to converse, or, yeah, or trying to steal votes, also trying to mislead voters, Hughes has added. But advocates for people with disabilities on but advocates for people with disabilities on Monday again warned Hughes and other lawmakers that the wording of their proposals risks disenfranchising voters. Oh, fuck off. Words hurt me. Words hurt so much. Uh, disenfranchising pathetic people. I mean, disenfranchising the voters. Sorry. Whose lawmakers claim they want to protect by limiting the access or limiting the assistance they could receive and potentially subjecting those helping them from... Or, sorry... Subjecting those helping them to increased penalties for mistakes. It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. You go in there with some fucking retard and you go, hey, who do you want to vote for? I want you to for the D. And then you scribble in the Democrat. That's it. That's all you do. Now, if you go in there, I would do for the D. And you fill in for the Republican, your ass goes to prison. That sounds fair to me. Then again, democracy is kind of a mistake to begin with. What was that great? There was like a, a Hindi shaman type of dude who said, uh, democracy is when the people vote for a government by the people and for the people, but the people are all retarded. Quote, Don't punish law-abiding voters with disabilities by creating new barriers that's going to make it harder for them to vote, said Jeff Miller with Disabilities Rights Texas. 
who said he's who said he's heard from voters with disabilities that they would be less likely to ask someone to help them if it created a risk of being investigated. Let me steal a quote straight out of the George Bush playbook. If you got nothing to hide, what are you afraid of? Well, you think we're going to plant this ballot on you, bitch? Republicans also have defended the bill by pointing, pointing to tweaks to state law that would add extra time for voting. The bill would add one extra hour of required early voting hours, increasing it from eight hours to nine hours per day. It also would lower the population threshold for counties required to provide at least 12 hours of voting. Why do you need 12 hours to gather and vote? You know, it is a federal thing, right? You tell your boss, hey, I need to go vote, and your boss has to let you go and vote. If they fire you, you can actually take them to court. This is something that's actually happened consistently every four years and every two years. Most people are like, oh, I gotta go vote real quick. And the boss is like, you can't leave. And like, oh, I'm gonna go vote. And then they get fired, and then they take them to court, and they get their job back, or they get compensated. This is, this is real bullshit right here. Provides at least 12 hours of voting during the second week of early voting in state elections. Why do you need 12 hours? What the fuck? I've worked polls. I've been a poll watcher. Everyone, you get a handful of people out the door when you open up, maybe, you know, a couple dozen. They come in, they vote. You get really busy halfway through the day, and then you die. There's, like, no one in there for the last, like, two hours of the voting day, usually. You might get, like, the odd duck who waddles on in and cast a vote, but that's it. But the GOP's proposal would still ban late-night voting. And the voting options for 24-hour voting and drive through voting. You, there should not be 24-hour voting to begin with. And there should not be drive through voting to begin with either. Nor should there be, like, drop boxes. None of that shit. And drive through voting. Championed in diverse Democratic Harris County. Diverse County. That were... Uh, particularly successful in reaching voters of color. Uh-huh. The top election officials of, or the top election officials for the Texas Secretary of State have told lawmakers that it is not aware of evidence of fraud tied to those uh, initiatives. Quote, Using some initiative measures, you're working so hard to shut down. Harris County successfully held a safe and secure elections in, in July, November, and December, May, and June. Five elections and counting. Isabel Longoria, that you have a Longoria, the Harris County Elections Administrator, told the committee as it listened to public testimony, quote, We engaged voters in a way that should 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 make each of you proud senate bill one however only pushes texans out of the democratic process i did my want to do a christian episode i'm the shanaku blue heart that's my christian voice it's a little too bass shaman though anyway you don't know who bass shaman is check out bass shaman the bill also prohibitate uh prohibits prohibits Local election officials from sending unsolicited applications to requ to request a mail-in ballot. Good. 
even to vote 65 and older who automatically qualify to vote by mail, political parties would still be able to send out unsolicited applications to their own on their own dime. Pity. The committee's vote came after a regu- relatively short public hearing, a departure from the marathon sessions it had previously hosted both in the spring and during the last month's special sessions. The in-person hearing comes amid a surge in COVID-19 cases as the Delta variant continues to rage across the state, which many advocates, which many advocates, uh, in which many advocates indicated limited public testimony. Quote, Texas Impact will not be testifying because it is particularly unsafe to go to the Capitol. B. Moorhead. Sounds like an insult, but it's actually his fucking name. The executive director of the statewide uh, interfaith organization said on Twitter, On Twitter, Jesus. Its members have been advocating against the legislators for months. Disclosure. The Texas Secretary of State has been a financial supporter of the Texas Tribune. You cunts. Anyway, with that being said, the bill passed. And many Democrats in Texas cried. And with that reaching its end, this concludes this episode of Inside Four Walls. I'm your NCAP host, James Madison. Remember, our motto is slightly based and biased coverage. And with that being said, I will see you on the other side of the Great Divide. Peace.